Oh God, we are recording. We're still waiting for one person to log in. Okay, well, well, we're waiting for that. Um, oh, there she is. There we go. We're all here now. Great. This is going to be a fun start. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. It's all good. This is this is how new podcasts go. It's all good. Hi, everybody. Hi, listeners out there. Welcome to the very first episode of the Work in Progress podcast, a podcast about four creative friends talking about creative things. And as already mentioned, and as you can probably tell from the chaos, this is our first episode. So <laughs> welcome. Get excited. Um, so yeah, here we are. This is going to be a, a good time. And much like the subject matter or the title of the podcast says the podcast itself will be a bit of a work in progress. So uh, we hope you'll bear with us as we go about this magical journey together. Uh, my name is Maggie Derrick. I am an artist and an author of queer fantasy based out of Vancouver, Canada, and I'm here with three amazing friends and I'll let them introduce themselves because that's the way we roll. Who else do we have here today? Okay. I'm Brianna Keenitz from Montana. I write lesbian fiction primarily currently of the new adult and young adult variety, but I kind of just blow where the wind takes me. <laughs> okay. Next. And I guess I'm next. Hi, <laughs> I'm Ray Noble. I'm an aspiring author and currently writing um, queer fantasy, usually in the urban and paranormal genres. And I am in the Pacific Northwest and I think that's about it on me. <laughs> okay, so I'm next. Hi, guys. This is Athena Wright. I'm from Toronto, Canada, and I write contemporary new adult romance about cocky rock stars and the fangirls who tame their wild hearts. I want to roll my R's <laughs> and be like, oh, I did it. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's way too early for that um, right now where I am anyway. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> That's that's the fam. That's the podcast daily. So as you can tell that we are all writers and we know we know you have your choice of writing podcasts to listen to. Uh, but we thought we might have a little something different to offer the writing community, because I think and I mean, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of the writing podcasts that are out there tend to be by people who have. Um, I don't know, I don't want to say published, but they have some kind of success out there. I feel like it's the writers talking to the, to the, I want to be writers, to the aspiring writers. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like once we all got talking through Twitter in real life, we realized that we're all very passionate writers, but we're all in very different places in our career and we are all expressing our writing in very different ways and we're all with the exception of like a couple of us let's be real some of us have um have made it and some of us are trying to make it or maybe i don't know <laughs> anyway what i'm trying to say is we've got like this really cool diverse group of writers from across the continent so believe me um we are using this technology <laughs> to our advantage. <laughs> None of us are in the same place right now. Um, and we just thought, you know, we, ha we have a lot to say and we have a lot of thoughts 
about writing and about creativity in general. And we're all going about it. Our like creative journeys are all a little bit different. And we thought we kind of have something here. We've got our opinions, we've got our thoughts, but we also have our different ways of doing things that maybe other listeners might uh, be able to relate to that they're not really necessarily getting from other podcasts. Uh, plus, this is also our chance maybe to talk through our own. I feel like I feel like I can anticipate us doing a lot of um, helping each other out <laughs> as well as maybe <laughs> helping the listener out as we go along. So this is going to be like writing therapy. I feel like <laughs> this is all said and done. Um, I like that phrase a lot. Writing therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're all each other's therapists and we're going to be okay. We're all going to get through it together. <laughs> we'll just cry a lot, but we'll be fine. <laughs> Which other writers are used to. They're like, yes, tell us something we don't know. Um, lots of tears and lots of friendship. Um, yeah. So uh, to give the listener a sense, like you said, this is a work in progress. We don't really have something super firm nailed down. You can probably tell because it's already been, oh, wait, hold on, because I've already forgotten. Language warning, if you've gotten this far in and you don't like strong language, uh, maybe not the podcast for you. And I'm going to put myself right out there and say a lot of it is probably going to be my fault. So, you know, apologies, <laughs> <laughs> apologies in advance, but just wanted to let you know, and maybe I'll, we'll do a better job of making that like one of the first things we'd say. But like I said... This is a work in progress, and we don't really know what the fuck we're doing, but we're figuring it out as we go, uh, and we will be as we go, too. But to give what we do know, what we have kind of fleshed out, because there are four of us, and we're each awesome, and we each have our own sort of uh, things that we're really mm, good at, or kind of as we have our specialties, or we have these things that we're really passionate about and we want to talk about, but also because this is a democracy and we believe in fairness, what we're going to do is um, we're going to actually rotate hosting. So I'm Maggie, like I said, and today, episode one, I'm hosting this um, <laughs> meandering experience <laughs> of a podcast. But, you know, each one, it'll be someone else. Next episode will be Athena, and she'll be taking the reins and so on and so forth as we kind of cycle through. So you'll, you'll get a, a little bit of a different experience every time, but you'll get to like know us a little bit better and um, hopefully like us too. That would be great. Um, but, you know, we, you don't have to promise us anything, I guess. We'll be hurt. Um, but, and so our conversations will also be like mildly guided in so much as we'll have kind of broad topics that we want to talk about every episode and then, the, but the majority of it is going to be um, conversation. We're just going to talk to each other. Uh, we're going to talk to you, the listener, if you have things that you want to add. And um, we can talk about how you do that, too. But we'll get there. We've got lots of time. We're only seven minutes and 23 seconds in. And some of that oh, was damn. just us figuring shit out. Yeah. See? I told you. <laughs> I told you that this how was going to happen. It was going to happen fast. <laughs> Podcasts come at you fast. So, so quickly, like a speeding train. Ex exactly. The train. Yeah. <laughs> without, any, <laughs> without an engineer, just careening down the tracks. Basically. That's I love it. This podcast. We're creative people. Okay. So with <laughs> that in mind, because this is the first episode and like I've done a little bit of housekeeping and I'll do a little bit more um, before we call it quits for this episode. Um, 
the what we wanted to do today is uh, talk a little bit more about who you're dealing with here so that each of us gets a chance to sort of tell you a little bit more about who we are and what we're working on. Um, it might feel like a little bit of shameless self promo, but it's mostly just a chance for you to kind of get a sense of like what type of writers you're dealing with and creatives, because we're not just writers, we all do stuff. Um, and then we wanted, we, so in the way that we're doing this, because like I said, we're in very different locations. Uh, we've got this rampant Google Hangout conversation where we were coming up and brainstorming all these ideas. And I was like, guys, stop, like stop talking. This is stuff you need to save it for the podcast. This is too good for our <laughs> Google Hangout. People are never gonna know how brilliant we are. So um, one of the things that we were talking about yesterday, cause we were talking about our intros and like what's, what are we going to say about ourselves? And actually, how do you even define your own writing? And we went down this rabbit hole. So we kind of want to talk about that, too, because um, we, we want to talk about things like traditional publishing versus small press versus self-published versus web publishing. So all these different things uh, that are available to writers today. And um, we're trying to figure out where we kind of fit in all of that at the same time. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then because this is the last weekend of November, we are going to have possibly a brief, but definitely have a conversation about how NaNoWriMo 2017 went for all of us. As I sit uh, here crying into my coffee. <laughs> there are like four more days left, guys. Four oh, more I'm days. not giving up, but oh. I also know that I've already changed my Twitter name to Maggie is not winning NaNoWriMo. Just so people don't ask, because <laughs> I'm like, I don't, you don't need the sword details. So um, we'll get to that too. And then we'll just kind of wrap up and, and uh, talk about how you can talk to us if you so choose, which we hope you do, because, you know, we want to talk to you. Um, yeah. Any, anything I'm, I'm missing, friends, that before we kind of jump into things? If anything you want to tell our listeners before we start talking to ourselves? I don't know. I feel like you did a really good job of covering Aww. everything. Aw, thanks. You're amazing, Maggie. Oh, God, guys. Ray. <laughs> it's really just Ray who's stroking my ego. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Here for. It's all good. Okay, so um, without further ado, let's jump into this. And what we want to do, like I said, is we're going to kind of do a little quick roundtable where we talk about what kind of writing we do. We come, we've already sort of touched on it, but let's flesh this out a little bit more so that the listeners understand who they're dealing with um, and maybe find ways that they can relate to us. So like a little bit about you, the projects that you're working on, and whatever else you want to say about yourself. And we'll, we'll talk about it. We won't interrupt each other, but we'll like say our pieces. And uh, because I've been doing a lot of talking, I'm going to hand it over in the order which means, Brie, you get to kick this off. You're so lucky. Woo! Yay! <laughs> uh, can you guys hear me, first of all? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm broadcasting through my headphones or through my phone right now. Um, I'm having technical difficulties. That's what I'm saying. Um, Work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, yay! Um, but yes, hello. I am Brianna Keenitz. I am... Well, we'll probably hash this out a little bit, but I call myself an indie author. Um, I am published with a publishing company called Nine Star Press. They're pretty small. They're all queer, super queer. Oh. 
Um, uh, so I call myself an indie author because I still do pretty much all of my promo marketing, all of that fun stuff. So nine star, nine star is awesome. They did, you know, they did all the money stuff, the stuff that I can't afford. Um, and then they put together a blog tour, which they do for every book, uh, just the release week that my book came out, which was last month. October Holy 9th. Shit. That's right. That was just last month. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy, right? <laughs> oh, wow. How? Um, yeah. Well, it's been almost two months now, like a month and a half. I guess so. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming at us way too fast. Oh my God. No. Life is moving. <laughs> um, so my book is called Off Pitch. I guess I should have uh at that first <laughs> you can buy it everywhere on amazon on nine star press la 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 um it's about two ladies um all of my books are about two ladies let's let's oh, yeah. start there yeah uh so the main character adeline Fee, is a soccer player and the love interest gabriella soto is a uh prodigal cello player and they both go to Northwestern University where they meet in Adeline's uh, beginning Spanish class where Gabriella is the TA. So, ooh, scandal. Um, oh, my favorite kind. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> so, you know, awesomeness ensues and cuteness ensues and sexiness ensues. Um, yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of sex. like ding, ding, ding. I, <laughs> I still haven't counted the sex scenes, but there was a lot. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, so what else? Oh, so I'm working on, uh, that's a new adult novel, which we'll talk about in another episode. New adult, mm-hmm. our very favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm working on a young adult novel right now, like a sci-fi dystopian thing, which is up on Wattpad, the first draft. It's terrible. Probably don't read it, but if you're really bored, um, it's up there. If you want to see what a first draft looks like. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> All um, first drafts are terrible. That's so, what NaNoWriMo is for. Right. That's true. Also, such good self-promo be. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't read my book. It's awful. Uh, you can so read bad. It <laughs> it's so bad. Never read it. <laughs> you can read it when it's published. Then it will suck less. Um, Fair. Yeah. All the self-hate. No, not self-hate. I still love it. I worked really hard on it. It was my first thing that I wrote officially. Um, I don't know what officially means. I woke up one morning and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to write this book. Literally, I had a dream and I was like, I'm going to make that into a book. And then I did in like a month. Um, And that was crazy. I think what's really I think what we need to like pause there on that piece. The first time uh, Brie, Ray and I met IRL, uh, we're driving around and I can't even remember how it came up, like how long we'd been writing and how this all started. And Brie had mentioned that she had just like this, what she just said, she'd had a dream and she wrote it down and it turned into a book. And this was like, what, in the same year? Like, I can't remember at this point how, how long it had been since you had started this, this book. Um, But like, (laughs) Brie and I just sort of sat there. We're like, (laughs) what the fuck? longer than that um june was it june yeah yeah so it was a year exactly mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh fuck you <laughs> in the nicest way possible <laughs> no no not not in the nicest way possible fuck you yeah. oh. i love well, you but, but how like i you? said it's awful the book is awful so. but i've learned that now and i can go on and make it better um and that's yeah so i am very brief in this writing adventure um more or less i mean i've written for school and stuff and that boring and lame um (laughs) uh but yeah I just started like a year and a half ago officially writing fiction and stuff because literally I woke up from a dream and was like I have to write this um can I make a quick segue real fast yes because do you know whose writing life that sounds like oh my god I know exactly what you're gonna say (laughs) exactly do you realize like your life is Stephanie Myers (laughs) I quit. I'm out. <laughs> Hanging up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it's like needed Brianna to be has uh, disconnected from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and another wow. quick segue okay, to that. Sorry. It doesn't mean that everyone for, for the Twilight fans who are listening that's not a, that's, well, it's a, it's sort of jab, but we, okay, we, okay. I, I love Twilight enjoy still. Twilight. I love the hell out of Twilight. <laughs> she did. I'm on that boat. <laughs> yeah. I just rewatched the entire, oh God, it's like four or five movies. It's like five movies. I just rewatched them the other day when I, I was sick. It was it's five. It's four. It's four, but then they turn Breaking Dawn into two movies. I don't think I even saw the last what any movie. <laughs> Can I tell you guys? I might have seen the first one. Can I tell you guys? Yes. We're like so deviating, but that's the point. Whatever. That's okay. That's why Are we're you going to tell the story? I yes. Think you're going to tell. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Athena <laughs> and I ahead. have known each other forever. We've been friends since the ninth grade, and um, God damn it, what we were uh, we weren't in high school anymore. No, because we went to yes. All right, so. Uh, we both used to live in Southern Ontario and the final book, I want to say, was it the last one? I think it was. I think it was the last one too. And um, we lived in this dirt little area in Southern Ontario and we had to drive to the next town over and Athena really wanted to go to like the midnight launch of this last book. So we (laughs) drove to this town, um, city, it's a city, and... So I drove her there. We were staying with my younger brother who was uh, going to school there. So we go in, she gets the book and there's like that tension. As soon as we get back to my brother's apartment, she's just like, don't talk to me. I got to read this. And I think, I think Twilight's been around long enough now that we don't have to talk, worry about spoilers. But if you haven't read it yet, like spoiler alert, she, this is when uh, Bella and Edward get married and they go off to their honeymoon and they're about to fuck for the first time and it fades to black. Oh Lord, let me tell you. <laughs> she threw the book. She was so mad. And then she just rolled over and went to bed. And my brother and I were like, what just happened? Like I waited four books to get it on and then fade to black. No. No. And now we know why Athena writes what she writes. Yes. 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 There we go. We Satisfy that need. Just read it, Stephanie Meyer. I'll show you, Stephanie. <laughs> anyway those were some i love those segues i'm so glad that we we did that thank you good i'm glad back to back to brie let's go back to her sorry brie sorry brie no that was a great story i enjoyed it and then i had time to think about what the fuck i'm talking about um 
So in my year and a half adventure of writing, um, <laughs> I started out on Wattpad, um, and that's where I met Maggie, and it yeah. was weird. Um, <laughs> I fell in love with the book. <laughs> and then I was like, everybody, you have to read this book. And then we were like, oh, my God, let's be best friends while Maggie was in Hawaii. And, um, yeah, so then we were best friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's a good abridged version of that. I like it. <laughs> basically that's what happened the whole story um yeah so I started on Wattpad and I was like dang it's really cool to see these authors who are writing stuff and then getting it published maybe I should do that and then Maggie drive dragged me over onto Twitter and then I started seeing all these cool pitching contests and stuff and I was like whoa that's cool I should try that because that'll be a fun thing to do um and then I got a few uh bites on my pitches that I was doing on Twitter uh and I submitted to some of them and then someone was like hey want a contract and I was like heck yes I want a contract um oh my god I just said heck look you yes. did this you did this god damn it Maggie <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my life is nothing but a chorus of damn it Maggie's every day <laughs> <laughs> living the dream um yeah, so then I got published, and now I just write stuff, and I want to get more stuff published, and I just finished up a book on Wattpad, and I don't know if I'll put any more books up there. We'll see. Probably I, w I will. I totally will, because I'll miss Wattpad, because I love it. Good old Wattpad. Um, that's pretty much my whole life story for the last year and a half. Damn. Question, uh, and I think we talked about this, but we haven't talked about it with the listener. Um, even though you've only been in the writing game for like a year and a half, did you, had you ever wanted to write before the, the prophetic dream of your story or uh, was that it? Was that like the ding, I have to start writing now and everything has just been. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. No. What? No, which of the two? <laughs> you, you can't pick one. It's not a yes or so, no. <laughs> I remember in fourth grade, I wrote a story that was uh, really sad and the dog died. Um, but then it came back How like, like a zombie dog. Um, oh. Yeah, it was super weird. But I was really excited about it as, you know, like a nine-year-old or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I did, like, I was interested in writing way back when. And then I think school kind of killed all that because, you know. As it does, yeah. Um, and then I was kind of really desperate for a creative outlet when I did finally start writing. Like, I had kind of tried to start some things but I could never get like a whole story together and I could never really get them off the ground so um yeah when this dream happened and I woke up in the morning and like this whole story just started like vomiting out of my brain I just threw it all on paper and yeah so I guess okay. long story short kind of and kind of I wanted to write again and then I finally did nice cool <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. Yay. Okay. Beautiful. Sweet. So that's free. And so, yeah, we're going to come back to the whole like indie small press conversation a little bit later. Cause we all have a lot of thoughts. Well, most of, I think most of us do anyway. So many thoughts, lots of thoughts, lots of questions, lots of maybe answers. We'll find out more, um, <laughs> but Brie. Yay. So Brie writer, lesbian, new adult fiction published read off pitch. It's adorable and sexy. I love it. Um, what about you, Ray? Tell us your story. Well, fuck. 
<laughs> also <laughs> okay. the story of my life. <laughs> Basically. Um, so I've been writing since I was an itty bitty, um, as in like singular digits ages. Um, I basically like knew I wanted to be an author since I was like eight or nine years old. And I've only deviated from that like once. And I have physical proof of it in a third grade like binder, basically stating that I wanted to be a CIA agent. I don't know where that came from, <laughs> but that's like the only deviation I've ever had. <laughs> nice. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been writing since I was like eight or nine. Um, I don't have any of those good original stories left over like some people do, which I wish I did because that would be great. But oh, right? God, I know, damn. it makes me so jealous whenever people are like, oh, I've been writing since I was like this age. And look at all of these stories I used to make. And I'm like, why don't I have any of that stuff? Because I did the same thing. But whatever. Um, and then I kind of stopped writing when I turned like 10, 11 ish because of like life stuff that happened. And then I got dragged back into it because I discovered what online role playing was. Um, not like MMOs and shit like that, but like literally like text-based role-playing. I was part of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if anybody has heard of it, it was actually a really, really popular role-playing site for a really long time. It was called Just Another Fro uh, Chocolate Frog Card, and it was a Harry Potter role-playing site. Um, I was on that for literally like a decade, like for fucking ever. I made Jesus. some of my really... Yeah, I made a shit ton of really good friends there. Unfortunately, the site that we were on long ago like died um but the person that i was actually recommending to you on twitter the other day who had um who has a story in an anthology i met her there um and she's amazing fantastic human and basically like that's how i learned how to write by like writing with other people um and yeah so i did that for a few years i didn't write any of my own shit and then like come college age I didn't go to college I decided to work instead and then was writing on the side and have basically gone through like multiple like drafts of first novels and so on and so forth I think I've got like four or five first drafts that I just haven't really moved forward with because everything is super ends up being like super epic and like oh it needs to be a series and all of this stupid shit which is really stupid because I need to like work on something smaller, which is how my current story came into being. Um, Maggie and Brie know all about this because I had a massive rant about it right before I started it. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, basically, I just realized that everything that I was working on story-wise was just too big for like what I'm capable of doing because I've just never taught myself how to like really sit down and edit properly, et cetera, which is why I can't get past like halfway through the second draft of working on anything, I think. <laughs> and so I decided I am writing this story so I can teach myself how to just get through a standalone series, like from beginning to editing, editing, revising the whole nine yards. Like I'm committed to this one. Um, this one is, doesn't have a proper title. Um, it has a hashtag <laughs> because, you know, it's what that's we do. the thing I've noticed, like on Twitter, a lot of authors oh, yeah. just like, they don't have a name for a project. So they just give it a hashtag to kind of like, um, oh my God, I am blanking. What's her name? Uh, Clarabelle, Clarabelle Ortega has oh, yeah. like hashtag ghost book, I think right now. I think it's ghost book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's got like a working title. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's why, that's why I do it. Cause it's a working title. It's something that like 
it's the first thing I think of when I think of the story, but it's not the obvious title. Like this one is hashtag witch girl. I'm not going to name it witch girl. (laughs) (laughs) But you could, if you really wanted to. But I'm not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So um, I don't know this one. I'm, I'm really happy with it so far. Um, I am planning on having the first draft done by I believe we agreed the end of December and I say we agreed because I wanted to get it done by November, but life shit happened. And um, basically multiple people in my life were like, no, you're not finishing it at the end of November. You'll kill yourself. (laughs) So um, finishing it hopefully in December, I've been working on it for Nano kind of, and we'll just go from there. So it's basically about a girl who grew up in, a coven of witches. She lives with her mother and her three aunts, and she is the only one in the family who hasn't gotten her powers. Everybody's supposed to get them when they, like, hit puberty, so usually around, like, 13 years old, etc. They pulled her out of, like, public school, etc., because they thought that she was going to get her powers at that time, and she never did, so she's been homeschooled for the last four years. She's now 17 years old, and basically she is just an angsty little teenager who doesn't know where she fits in, and Oh, I'm really bad at synopsis, guys. Oh my god, I don't even fucking get me started. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, never mind. No, I know. I feel you. Time because I fucking, it's driving me nuts. Not you, synopsis. Synops- oh no, synops- no, I know. <laughs> Writing synopsis. Synopsis, whatever the word is. I hate them. No, I understand. And I feel like that's where I'm just going to leave that because otherwise we're going to start getting into like me explaining the plot and yeah. So basically, I'm the only one out of all of us who isn't published. Um, so I'm in hopefully some going to have good questions. Yeah, in some in some fashion. Maggie, I consider you published because uh-huh. you have pushed your own story out there and you have an audience. You're published. Fuck you're everybody else. You're such a sweet you're thing. in your mind. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> you have an audience and you have a bigger audience than some published authors do. So, like, you just because you're not published in a traditional sense in any manner you're like so nice to me. say traditional is in like small press oh i i'm just telling you my okay oh, you're god. Published. oh god i meant ray ray you're published in your own mind not maggie oh. Ray's totally published no i got that ray i got that <laughs> Don't worry. Oh i'm not published yeah. i would be so disappointed if i was published in my own mind because this is not meant to be published right now this is this is shit <laughs> everything i'm working on is like the shit this it's entire okay. podcast is just us glad handing each other like oh you're so great oh, you. <laughs> we're very you're supportive so we're very supportive we love each other That's all that matters. we really are like you guys are like my favorite people because no matter what every single time I have a problem I can come to you guys and you'll either like kick me out of whatever rut I'm in or you'll support me through the rut and that's so wonderful I've literally told Maggie she's cheaper than a therapist that's the best. <laughs> I love you, lady. Okay. On that note, I think I'm done. Unless you guys have any other things that you want me to talk about. Um, I don't think so. Do I have any questions for you, Ray? No, I hope not. Not yet. I'm sure I'll get them. Okay, good. Whatever. We're good. We'll just talk about it if we do. Sounds good. What? We'll just keep going. Yeah. What about you, Athena? Tell us. Tell it. Okay, actually, Athena, tell us about your yes. glamorous life, please. 
so glamorous i'm sitting here still in my pajamas i haven't showered or brushed my hair and it's three in the afternoon pajama party (laughs) so glamorous um so yes i am oh i don't know what i am people use different words to describe what i do so um sometimes i call myself a self-published author sometimes i refer to myself as an indie author um Sometimes I sort of consider myself a hybrid author, um, which I guess we can get into when we start talking about different styles of what it means to be published. Um, But yes, I write books and I put them on the internet and people buy them. (laughs) And that's how that works. Beautiful. (laughs) That is such a simplified version of what she does. For the record, for the record. Okay, my, my Athena story is that she's... Athena, okay, I don't even know where to start here. I always tell people stories about Athena because she is one of the most fascinating people I've ever had the great pleasure of knowing because she is so incredibly thorough. Like, when she sets her mind to something, she's like, I'm going to fucking do this right. And she, um, oh, God, I don't even remember how long you had been at it when you finally uh, admitted to me what you were doing, that you were writing, uh, and you were publishing on uh, through Amazon, through Amazon, you're publishing ebooks and selling on Amazon. Um, and you've been at it for a while, but you had done all this research on like the best ways. And like you, you had your trial and error as like, I think we all do, but you knew exactly what to do. And you had basically, you had the questions that every wannabe self-published author has, but you sought those answers out as opposed to necessarily having to, to find out the hard way every single time. And Oh, no, I found out quite a few for hard For sure. <laughs> but how many years ago was that? Like, let's, let's give the listeners some perspective here. How long ago did you start? I guess about three years. I think Shit. actually... Was it really three years? I started, I started doing hardcore research, and I started thinking, okay, I am going to do this back in February about three years ago. So almost exactly three years. And now... Yeah. Do you want? I'll say it and if you don't. <laughs> I don't know. Now I publish and I work full time as an author. Yeah, Yay. that's okay. So that's living the dream. <laughs> she's literally living the dream, and that's what I like. I think, and I think that all of a sudden a bunch of listeners just went, "What?" and are going to be very <laughs> fascinated to hear more. Uh, hopefully, from all of us. But I mean, let's be honest. I think we all have this dream of, I would love to not have a day job and just be able to write all the time. And Athena has figured it out. And I, I would never, ever say that it was because of luck because Athena has, is uh, incredibly talented, but has figured it out. And I love it. I want, I want Athena to like do talks and just sit there and listen to them all because I'm just so, I I don't know if this is the route I want to take eventually, but I'm just so impressed with how you did it. And I'm, and I think other people would be too, because I watch other self-pubbed authors uh, talk and I'm always like, they need to talk to Athena because she has <laughs> got this shit nailed down, but that's not my place. So I don't say anything. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm just like, I've just totally hijacked your uh, about me. So keep talking. No, no, that's fine. I was, that's a really good intro, I guess. Yeah. Um, so as for what I write, I said a little bit about that in the beginning. I write about uh, rock stars, so I write what is considered rock star romance. It's a genre. There are many, many authors in this genre, and I think I've read every single book <laughs> possible. Nice. Um, I'm a huge fangirl of 
Rockstar Romance as well as an author of Rockstar Romance. So, yes. Um, so, yeah, all my stories involve musicians. Um, each character, like each band member gets their own book. So the lead singer will have a book where he falls in love with the girl who's hired to help him write a song because he has writer's block and different things like that. Aww. So I'll... Almost all my books are from the perspective of the girl who's a fan who somehow has this encounter or this run in with the guy that she's always had a crush on, the guy who inspired her musically. And, you know, when you're 13 and you're listening to your Our Lady Peace album and you're thinking, hey, Nita is the only one who understands me. <laughs> such a Canadian, <laughs> a Canadian thing to say. I, although, I mean, yes. I guess OLP was big everywhere, but it was like, yes. Our Lady Peace, sorry. <laughs> so that's basically what I write. I write about, actually, I think I, um, I have this tagline that I have. I made a banner stand so when I go to events, I can pop it up. And on my banner stand, it says, Cocky rock stars, feisty fangirls, 100% wish fulfillment, which is exactly what <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> It's like no question about what you're getting yourself into. Like you, I put that as a disclaimer at the beginning of my books. I literally say this is 100% fangirl wish fulfillment. It is not realistic in the slightest. But then again, who reads Rockstar Romance for realism anyway? Yes, love it. Me too. Oh. So that's me. <laughs> and so yeah, okay. So one of the re reasons like we wanted to do this round. Oh shit, I have to do mine. Um, but. I, I God damn it, Maggie. I will. God damn it. Um, we will in a second, but I just, as this is on the top of my head, um, one of the main reasons we wanted to do this round table is, uh, well, there are two. One, obviously get to know us so you know who you're talking to and what our uh, experience is and where we're coming from, et cetera. But the other one being, um, we do come from such different perspectives and backgrounds. And hopefully there are people who are listening who are like, holy shit, like I've always wanted to know or I've always wanted to meet someone or talk to someone who does that. Um, and I've got questions or I've got mm, well-meaning advice that isn't going to be uh, mansplainy. Uh, <laughs> um, and so like now you know who you're dealing with and who you can talk to and what, we, what we're bringing to the table. Uh, or you're about to because I haven't talked about myself yet. Talked a lot, just not about myself. Please go ahead, Maggie. Okay. All right. Um, well, <laughs> like I said, my name is Maggie Derek, um, and I write. Uh, I'm, and again, we're going to talk about this a little bit, but I'm a web-based author. So, I my primary platform is Wattpad, and if you're not familiar with that, it's a writing website community. There's lots of them out there where you can write, put your writing up. Uh, hosted on these sites and then you can meet other writers and people can find your work to read and I think it, Athena you were the one who got me into it when I first started writing and trying to figure out what I wanted to do with it but I also simultaneously publish the same work on my website uh, which is just MaggieDerek.com super creative um, and I keep it so I have two versions oh my god I'm jumping all over the place let me start really at the beginning I write mostly fantasy right now. Uh, definitely not high fantasy. I don't have that kind of patience, but I write um, usually about girls who fall in love with each other and are uh, embroiled in some kind of magical story. And, um, yeah. and there's love and there's magic and there's adventure. And that's my brand among other things like dogs and I, uh, my, I am the author of 
two books, one, well, one book and one in progress that you can read right now. And it's, uh, it's actually part of a trilogy. It's a three book series called the Starborn series. Book one is the star in the ocean and book two, which we're about halfway through maybe at this point, uh, is called the wind in the horizon. So it's the direct sequel. Um, but I do also have a manuscript that I wrote for Nana last year. That is like, huh, a work in progress <laughs> I'm still plugging away at it um, called The Witch's Patron and so like I said I do publish most of it though online for free and what I can what I do publish online I consider to be uh, kind of like a working beta draft almost because my intention is eventually at some point down the line to publish these stories in another fashion. Um, and my goal has always kind of been, I would like someone in my life to be able to walk into a bookstore and buy this book. Um, whether it's because I, I did it myself or I've managed to get a publishing contract somehow, uh, that's kind of end game for me. And so these books, because this was my first time really seriously writing something, I wanted to put them online for the chance for people to read them and give me feedback and show me what I'm doing well, what I'm not doing well, uh, which has been such, like, this has been such a crazy and amazing experience because I've learned so much in what feels like a really brief amount of time. Although, I guess it's been a year and a half. Like, I feel like Bree and I both started publishing on Wattpad at the same time-ish. Pretty much, I think. Yeah, because we ended up meeting each other through a book club while we were both desperately trying to get reads. Although you were, <laughs> you were already, you were already pretty established. I feel like when mm -hmm. we found each other, maybe. Uh, no, no, no. I think we were kind of like in the same place. Just you weren't getting the reads, and I was like, "That's annoying. Go read this book." Yeah, you were like my. My biggest well you are you're like you're just like you're like everyone read this i've read it 12 times and I'm like, oh. President of the Fan Club. <laughs> so um yeah so and and with that having been said like brie was a huge and always has been a huge advocate for my stuff online and athena has been my first has always been the first person to read all my stuff because she actually does all my editing for me and proofreading at a time. And my God, what an experience that was in the beginning. Like very, very, very humbling because <laughs> I, I remember, I think I had the first five chapters and this was back when the book, uh, when chapters were like 2000 plus words each. And I was writing it like it was a book that I was going to publish and, um, not for the internet. And that's like, I learned pretty quickly that those are really different audiences and different reading styles. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was like, here are my first five chapters to help me. And you ripped it apart. But like in the I'm nicest sorry. way. No, no. But like, <laughs> I just remember getting all of like seeing the alerts pile up through Google Docs and being like, oh, my oh God, God. <laughs> what have I done? Like there were hundreds of comments on every chapter. And I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. But she's like the principal of the school of tough love. And I was like, you know what? I went to her for a reason. I want this to be good. And she was saying the same thing. Like, I want this to be as good as it can be before it goes out there. So I think I completely, I had to move everything around at the beginning and cut stuff out. I edited it as you do. And I feel like it was much stronger for it. So this has been a really uh, amazing eye-opening experience. Whether or not, you know, where it goes from here, I don't know. But yeah, web-based author, gay shit. 
<laughs> writing a series that means a lot to me personally, but also uh, branching out, trying new things. Um, and I think that's it. Unless I missed something. Did I miss anything? Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk about anything that we do that isn't just writing? Oh, like, oh yeah. Obviously, you're an artist. Y- so. Yeah. Let's... There are things outside of writing? What, what? what is this? I know. <laughs> what, what is this? this month? It's like, what? What? Yeah. I guess that, that's a really good point. And thank you for bringing it up, right? Because... Um, oh, thank you. We this is a creative podcast about creative things and creative people and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I I'm also an, a digital artist. Well, I'm an artist in general, but I do most of my stuff digitally. Um, ah, there was a time in my life when I wanted to do it professionally, but I realized pretty quickly that um, I would go crazy and I would lose my love for it if I was constantly doing it for other people. So, mostly an illustrator. You can see a lot of my stuff on Wattpad. Um, where I draw my, my characters the most, like I'm mostly just drawing me and them all the time. Um, but I do occasionally do commissions. Sometimes I'm sort of like backing out of that a little bit, but yeah. Art. Art's a thing. I'm wearing your shirt right now. Cause I'm Aww. a nerd. Aww. Oh my I'm God. Like, I mean, the true OTP is Maggie and Brie. <laughs> <laughs> my merch. <laughs> Thank you. It always makes me feel so warm and fuzzy. Uh, is there anyone else who wants to talk about other creative projects that they do? I um, oh nope. oh you go first you go first. Um, hi, I'm Brianna and I dance. <laughs> uh, so, um, if anybody follows me on social media, you uh, probably maybe know that I'm obsessed with Ireland like a lot. Um, and this is why I love you. <laughs> so I do a style of dance called Shanos. Um, and for a while I was teaching classes, it's kind of fell by the way because writing and life and I didn't really have people showing up and I was like, "Eh." um, but I do dance. I still go and dance with my musician, Irish musician friends. Um, and I dance when I'm at work and when I'm in the grocery store and when I'm on the street corner and, um, yeah. Oh, that's you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay, Ray. I'll stop. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you were done. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I guess. So I do two other things that have also kind of fallen by the wayside in recent times because of new job and moving and literally everything happening all at once. But um, I paint and I also like draw. I don't do anything digitally at the moment. Um, but I've been trying to get slowly back into doing like line art and that sort of stuff because I would like to be able to do some like a queer t-shirt line or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been, that's what I, I do. I paint, I do a lot of random characters that I like. I've done like superheroes, like my, my best friends, my art IRL best friends, like favorite superheroes and shit for them for the last few years for Christmas, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah and yeah so that's basically it like I don't do it much at the moment now but I miss it and I'm getting back into it slowly so I loved your doodle last night was that last night was that this morning it was it was last night well it was it was 1 a.m so it was last night and this morning morning I was asleep so when art happens (laughs) basically yeah I was watching uh b99 and I just wanted to start doodling and I've been really into doing like gentle soft doodles with quotes lately and so that's what i've been doing <laughs> yes. 
like a cat but doodles exactly although Uh all of my cats are mad at me at the moment so yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're they're mad that i'm not paying attention to them that's what's happening right now riona just if if in the recording at all anybody heard a growl it was because i wasn't paying attention to riona and that's offensive (laughs) as they do as they do okay um brie did you or brie oh my god athena athena are you there um i don't really do anything (laughs) (laughs) oh well no that's not true i um sort of used to do dance lessons um in the last couple of months i've stopped because i had zero time in my life but i don't do dance the way brianna does dance like legit dance um I go take K-pop dance classes. Amazing. <laughs> so we learn the dance from the music video, which is awesome. But also, I am not a dancer in the slightest, and I really, like, I'm really bad at it. But it's so fun. It's no, so it's fun. adorable. It's so <laughs> cute. Oh. So I do get some sort of movement with my body, some creative outlet. It's just not, like, legit. <laughs> It's so legit. I love I love it. I love that you do that. I love that you have the ability to do that because God, the word world's such a fun place. Good lord. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. So yeah, now you know who you're dealing with and what we do. Um and we have like let's be for real. We're gonna go a little bit long. Do oh, that. Well. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, if people are It's our first episode, it's fine. But, exactly. And if people are engaged, which hopefully they are they won't mind because they they are like we feel this and we want to know more. Um, hopefully that's the case. Oh, we won't go like wait. hell along. What? Before we go forward, I realize there's another thing that I actually do that I forgot about because it's also been on hiatus. Oh. Um, I do my bookstagram. I do book photography. Oh shit! Yeah, so, it's yeah, good. I totally forgot about that. Oh, thank you. Um, it's been on hiatus because since I moved, I lost my photog like where I used to take photos. So I'm still trying to figure out a better setup for that, but. If anybody likes Bookstagram, I'm there. I'm Ray Likes Books. It's a play on my Twitter handle, which is Ray Likes Cats. So, you know. Ray Likes Things. Yeah. I do like things, <laughs> I just guys. I really now. like things. Oh, God. No, you could hear that? Shit. I heard oh, that. No. <laughs> oh, God so damn it. Kitty is upset. It's mine. She's, oh, my God. I'm so Hi, sorry. Hi, Hastings. Hi, Hastings. She's uh, been locked out. I'm in the office, which is, like, slash her bedroom. And she's pissed off because I locked her out. But she, in my defense, she was trying to eat my headphones, which is not conducive to good podcasting. So That's pretty offensive. <laughs> I just can't believe you can hear it. Oh, my God. She's loud. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. I figure that, like, at one point, my animals are all going to make a cameo. Like, maybe not today, but over the course of our recording. So maybe we should just get that out of the way and let everyone know yeah. there will be background noise. It will be animals. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> not that sorry, because I love my animals more than I love anybody else. Any so. human being in the world. I know. It's always my, <laughs> yeah. my asterisk is, like, love you the most, except the dog is my, my favorite animals. so I mean, even my girlfriend knows that i love my animals more than i love her and it's the same for her she loves her dog okay. more than she loves me i accept uh, it sorry oh my god please stop that i'm done okay all right all right all right um yes animals making cameos very frequently we are creative people we've done a lot of shit hopefully you think that we are worth listening to that is the uh can that be our intro <laughs> yes maybe maybe it's a work in progress we'll see what i really like how violent it was <laughs> we'll see what sticks maybe that's it um beautiful so one of the things and we keep talking about this we keep talking around it and so we've kind of sort of done the intro but 
Um, one of the things that we wanted to really discuss, aside from talking about ourselves, like the narcissists that we are, is mm-hmm. we, because none of, like, none of us are big traditional published, as you all have gathered so far. Um, whether or not that's a place we want to be personally is neither here nor there. Where we are right now is not. Um, and we have all taken... Um, with the exception of Ray, who's like in her pr- in progress, which I think is awesome because she's in this really, uh, she's got like the world is her oyster. Um, we've Thanks all for spinning that. <laughs> it's not spin. It's the truth. I only spit the truth. I love you. <laughs> um, we have taken some kind of like what, what would have been considered once upon a time really unorthodox roots to do our thing. Um, but we realized that we all had differing opinions of what each other was doing. And I think it kind of stemmed mostly from Brianna, actually, um, because we were saying, like, oh, we've got the or, and Athena, I guess, for that matter. Like, we've got Athena, who is self-published. We've got Brie, who is traditionally published. And then we've got Maggie, who is web published. And then both of you were like, well, I don't know if I agree with that definition and so I think that's kind of maybe our jumping off point is what what are we and why do we consider where what we are as what we are and I think I think like for example we were calling Brie traditionally traditionally published because she was picked up she got a contract there's a physical book that you can buy she had other people do that legwork in the way that a publisher does but could I jump in for a second but, on that? Yes, exactly. But okay. here's the but. So, so. Yeah, there, there's a but there. <laughs> and that's where, that, this is where my opinion comes in, I think. Um, I don't think, because her publisher itself can t- considers himself an independent press, I think right. she's an indie published author. And I think that's up to the, like, the publisher themselves to decide, ultimately. Like, the publishing house. I think that there is the traditional like big six or however many we're going to consider traditional. And then I think that indie publishers slash like indie authors are published with indie press houses. So, and then that's where my opinion is. See, I have a different perspective because the publishing house may consider themselves indie an indie publishing house. But if you're an author with that indie publishing house, that doesn't mean the author is indie because the author has a contract with a publisher. So to me, that means 100% trad pub. In my and, this, and this is what's so interesting because I didn't even realize, I thought it was pretty cut and dry until we got talking. I didn't realize <laughs> that there were other opinions about this. And now I'm sitting here listening to both of you and thinking, what I- makes it an indie press? Like, and so We've all, we're all old enough, I think, now that we've been around to really watch how um, we're all in our, like, mid-20s to early 30s. I have 30s. not hit that point yet, guys. I'm still 24. No, but, no you're mid-20s. a baby. No, you're mid-20s. That's how it works. <laughs> Deal with us. But, so we've watched publishing change. Like, once upon a time, you either, you were traditionally published with the big guys, or you were going through a small press. That was mm-hmm. it. Like, or you printed out your book and you stapled it together yourself and it was a zine or a zine or whatever the fuck. I have never known how that word's pronounced, but that's not the zine. Point. Oh, I always okay. Mag- magazine. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's supposed, I always thought it was supposed to be zine, but I've been told wrong by people who actually do zines. Oh. It's, it's zine, okay. I guess. I'm mad about it. No, fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, but then like the world changed, the internet and Amazon happened. And so 
now I sit here and I listen, I see all these small presses, like there's a shit ton of small presses. And now I'm like, what, um, what makes them an indie? What's the difference? What's an indie publisher these days? Cause there are so many small presses. What even makes it indie now? What just the fact that they're not affiliated with the big guys or like what? And this is a legitimate question because I don't know. I do have another bit of insight on that. I don't want to like railroad this entire conversation. So somebody else jump in if they also have knowledge here. But I know a lot of what it is comes down to how much control the author is willing to give up of their book. And Mm -hmm. basically, you are signing a much more, at least my idea of traditional, like I said, big six you know, um, you're signing away a lot more like judgment calls on your book. You're giving it to, you know, a publishing house where they're still going to take your recommendations and your opinions into consideration, but ultimately you're not getting the final say. Whereas with independent publishers being smaller houses, you're doing what Brie was saying earlier. They're basically helping you with the financial steps of it, but you still have a lot more control. You still are able to say, and, Obviously, this is not across the board. I'm sure it differs between publishing houses, etc. But you're basically working more as like a team where your opinion is just as important as like your editors, etc. And then self-pubbed, you have the full control of what's going on. At least that's how it's been explained to me by both traditional and independent authors previously. So if that doesn't bear any actual fruit, let me know. But that's how I've always viewed it. And that's why I think there are those three sections. Interesting. No, that's cool. That's, that's an interesting point. I hadn't really thought about it that way. What about you, Brie, Athena, thoughts? So my thought and the reason that I call myself an indie author is because I still very much control my own brand, I guess. Um, and even through my book, like they control my cover for the most part, but as long as they have permission, I can use it for whatever I want. Um, I can do my own merchandising and stuff. Um, and they don't, um, and I have to, if I want people to see my book, I have to do all of my own promotion and stuff outside of that first week of, Mm -hmm. um, the blog tour. Um, I mean, my book is up on their website, but other than that, they don't really do much for promo except for like newsletters. Um, so that's pretty much all on me. And I still do have a lot of control over my book and my brand and my marketing. Um, and while I was in the process of editing and stuff, I still had a fair amount of control over the editing and stuff. Like they would say, mm, maybe fix this. And I could say, mm, no. i mean i i was nicer about it than that like well here's my reason for doing this is that okay and they were like oh yeah okay we'll stick with that um but and there wasn't a lot of like communication between me and my i mean there was enough communication between me and my publisher but um it was very like hands off you do whatever you want to do we're going to make your book and then it'll be out in the world and go have fun so, um, see, I find that so interesting because maybe because I, I'm basically self pubbed. I take my books and I put them on Amazon and you can buy them as eBooks or print books through create space. So I am self pubbed, but a lot of self published authors are now calling themselves indie. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very like aware of the negative perception of self pub maybe not as mm-hmm. much anymore but a lot of people in real life will go oh you're an author 
and they'll say, you know, who are you with? And I'll say, oh, I, I'm self-pubbed. And immediately their face just goes, oh, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I feel like someone like Brianna, who got a real human being to say, I love your book. I want to publish it and give you money for it. That's legit. And to have Brianna kind of like grouped in with, you know, someone like me who just puts mine up on Amazon and gets looked down upon, I feel like that's doing Brianna a disservice because I get shit on and I don't want people to shit on Brianna, you know? (laughs) Well, I also feel like you're doing yourself a disservice, though, because you do so much fucking work, obviously. Oh, no, I'm a complete narcissist and I really (laughs) am shit. She does. Right, But others don't. Not not everyone else thinks I'm as awesome as I am. I don't feel like Brianna should have to take that heat that I do. Which makes sense, but also, fuck everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) My personal opinion. I like that perspective. Fuck y'all. I feel like this is a really interesting conversation that I would like, hopefully if people are listening on Twitter, I hope they'll chime in a little bit because I know I've seen self-pub, oh my God, I've seen self-published authors using indie. I've seen self-published authors saying self-published and I totally get wanting to call yourself indie and not self-pubbed because yeah, people are like, oh, you're self-pubbed. It's probably like the ugly self-help book. Gross. Um, Sorry, that was terrible. No, it was, (laughs) it was uh, true. Self-help Health books, unless they're horrible, then maybe we should. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just so I kind of get both sides, but it's like I don't know. Maybe I get not liking the stigma, but I also feel like I'm I'm a big believer in like changing the stigma and like showing that there is a reason to not have the stigma, um, and so. I've seen so many self-pubbed authors do such amazing things with their stories and such amazing things with how they publish, et cetera. And I want them to have less of that like stigmatic reaction. I don't know if stigmatic is a word. I just made it up if so. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, like <laughs> I made it. I made it happen. It's fine. Shakespeare did it. So can I, <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like I get, I really do understand the stigma behind it. I personally am not going to go for self-pub when I do that do end up going down the publishing route, but that's mostly just because I don't think I could possibly do it. Like it's my own decision knowing myself. I'd, I'd fucking crash and burn. And much fucking work. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the thing is that people who look down on self-pubbing don't know how much work oh and how much God. blood, sweat, and fucking tears are going into it. It's so true. Like, when, like, and Athena me. tells me what she's doing, and, like, Athena, you fucking jump in any time here. Like, the work <laughs> that she does to be, like, okay, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep tooting Athena's horn because she's, she's so humble <laughs> about this stuff, but, like, she was at a, she was invited to do a reading yesterday, and she's going to have booths at cons. Like, She's fucking legit and people know who she is. And she's got this like ridiculous online fan club. They love her and it's real. Oh, oh, can I just say, I want to shout out. I want to shout out to Sylvie because she drove from Brantford to Toronto to see me at my book launch. And she's the most amazing reader I could ever ask for. And I know she's probably going to be listening to this because I told her about it. So Sylvie, thank you so, so much. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, well. I was going to name the 
antagonist in my story, Sylvie, and now I feel bad. So I guess I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sylvie. (laughs) Guys. I always feel bad when someone's like, oh, your antagonist's name is Melanie. That's my name. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sure yeah. you're good. Or, or you can specifically name the bad guys after people you hate. Which is oh. awesome. Like See, I've considered doing that, too, but they all have shitty names. So <laughs> <That's good. laughs> sorry. Um, I'm a bitter person. So this is OK. So I want to. I want to jump back again. Athena, you were, you said something earlier you, that you kind of consider yourself a hybrid. Hold on. Hold yeah. On, I like on. this idea. I like this idea. Who was, what was that? Who? I'm going to throw someone on the bus here. What was that crinkly bullshit? Crinkly? I have no idea. You didn't hear it. Oh, I, I had it. a package of hauls <laughs> up on the ground and I picked <laughs> them up. Man, <laughs> this app picks up everything. Shit. I have a sore throat. I was talking all day yesterday. Oh, like literally, I was talking for like I think like five hours straight to people. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I was just like, what the fuck? But if you're just picking it up, I'm then... sorry. No, yes. it's that means this app is intense. Um, hybrid <laughs> hybrid author. Tell me more. What? So hybrid means you're half self-pubbed, but also you have a publisher for different formats. So I currently oh. have a contract with Tantor Media to do my audiobooks, and I signed away some foreign rights for some translations. And so my ebooks are 100% controlled by me, but a publisher is working on other formats. So that's kind of what hybrid is. Cool. Yeah. Because I could have done my audiobooks myself, but... I don't want to because I'm lazy. So also, I that was, was like, tough. sure. I was like, sure. You're going to do it for me and give me money for it. And I don't have to do a thing. Awesome. <laughs> no, that's sick. Okay. That's interesting. Because you said hybrid. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Um, but now I do, which is awesome. Um, okay. So with all this said now, because I'm just going to keep going with web-based author because that's all I have. Um, okay. So I've got nothing to change, but we were the reason this conversation came up in the first place before we even started recording was we were trying to think like, what is our quick snappy intro handles for ourselves? Um, so what, how, how are you going to do Has this conversation? I've learned a lot, but is this conversation going to change the way that um, how you do you introduce yourself or you, what I want both Athena and Brie to tell me, what is your tagline? What's your, what kind of a writer are you? Now that we've had this, we've hashed it out. Um, well, I did have this one friend say that it's really important for her to have me call myself a self-published author because I've seen a level of success that she would like to see herself. And she said it's inspiring that somebody who calls themselves self-pubbed can achieve that. And so it's almost like reclaiming, kind of like what you said, you know, reclaiming the term. Yes. So maybe I'll I'll go, you know, self-pubbed slash hybrid uh, author. I'm not sure if that even makes sense. No, I love it. What I like, yeah, I like the idea of that or being like hybrid self-pubbed or something like that because I feel like that shows like how many fingers you've got in all these different pies. I just like that term too. Hybrid self-published. Mm-hmm. That works. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Done. Got mine. Sweet. Got my tagline. And what about you, Bree? <laughs> oh, like, what, what are you going to... I don't know. Gonna... I still... I still really like indie and like part of me doesn't want to use it because I don't want to change the way that people see what indie authors do because they do a lot more work than I do. Um, 
and I don't want to like shit on that. But I also feel like I don't want to shit on the amount of work that I do for my own, uh, like, no, for real media brand. Um, cause like I said, I mean, my publisher did all the work to make my book into a physical book, but other than that, I've done all the right. Well, obviously all the writing. That's how writing works. Whoa. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody told me that. God damn it. And uh, I've done all my marketing and stuff and I have put together events for myself. I've joined in events with other people. Um, and I'm still just kind of out here floating in my ether doing oh. my own thing. Cause I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, so yeah, I think I still like indie, but I will probably ponder it some more. Sure. Although my next book is, I'm planning on trad publishing, so then I'll probably just throw it out the window and say, ah, I have an agent, blah, 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 blah. No, this is great, because then, ah, oh, see, and this is what I love, because we're going to go, we're going to do this together, and we're going to watch Brie get her agent and get published, and then she can talk about that perspective, too, and we'll all learn together. I'm excited for that. Also, Maggie, I feel like you need to answer that question, too, because I feel like you just call yourself a web-based author, but, like... Uh, as we've discussed you've pubbed shit fuck, so man. i'm gonna make you answer the same question okay like maybe you've won right like do you... really important things uh, how how many views has your like thing gotten like your your story gotten at this point um i've never <laughs> i've never actually put together uh views through my website i keep meaning to because that'll change things um but um, let's like just say wattpad um i'm sitting at check it out uh so for the star in the ocean 198,000 reads um yeah that's, that's a shit ton amazingly impressive so and the yeah. fact that like you don't think that or at least you don't say that you're published necessarily like that that irks me because you are and people love your mm -hmm. shit they like, love it can uh... we talk about the fact for a second that maggie won a worldwide award from Wattpad? A quarter of a right? million people submitted stories. Isn't that right? A quarter of a million stories were entered. So, yeah. And only 51, and, and one of them was Maggie's. Jesus. Maggie. Like, you're... <laughs> I, feel, I feel like web writing, even though it's been around forever, and I love that Ray talked about um, the online role-playing, because I know that that was something that Athena oh, did back in the day, too, oh, and it's been God. around. Oh, can we talk about that Let later? Let me tell you about Magic Knight Rayearth's self-insert RPG. <laughs> Athena, we are having this conversation in a later episode. We really have to come back to this. We're gonna, like, let's have, let's have a, 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 an episode where we talk about like our baby writing souls yes. and like where oh, we started because yes. I love this. I will tell you about my Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction. Oh yeah. Amazing. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um <laughs> but so I feel like even though web authoring, web publishing has been around forever and we know this because like fan fiction has been a thing forever. Um also web comics and web comics and all that stuff. I feel like it is in the place right now that self publishing was 10 years ago and so while self-publishing is starting uh you know and we can all say what we want about amazon but i think we have amazon to thank in a big way for this mm -hmm. um i think it's starting i think that stigma is starting to um lift a bit but i think people look at web fiction and they're like what um but if i were to say like i'm a self-published author they're gonna say oh i checked amazon and i can't find you uh, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on Wattpad. And they're like, oh shit. Like, I remember this one, um, I don't know if she still writes 
at all. I'm going to look this up while I'm talking. Um, she, she was a high school student who her books had done pretty well. Um, and she told this story about her teacher asking her, um, had you read anything good lately? Are you? And she said, yeah, I just read this book called Blah. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. I've never heard of it. And she goes, oh, it's a book on Wattpad. And her teacher kind of like made her feel bad about it. It was like, oh, oh that's not, she, they were like, that's not a real book. So she kind of started, and she's been really quiet for a long time. I don't know if she's really involved online as much as she used to be. Um, but she's also a senior, so I think she's probably getting ready for college. Uh, her username was Orange Crush Toucan on, um, on Wattpad. That's a great name. It's a great name. She's, she's a good kid. I like her. And I say kid just because I'm so old. Um, but she, <laughs> you know, she, she had some, some decent success and she really was using her platform to push this idea that Wattpad books are real books. And don't get me wrong, wrong. like there's a lot of trash on Wattpad. But um, there's a lot of tra trash on Amazon. Too, exactly. Let me tell you. exactly. <laughs> and so, exactly. There's trash everywhere. Yeah. And I'm on this, like, even published books you read. Yes. It and you're like, Why did somebody think this was a good idea? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, fucking someone read that and thought, yes, I'm going to hand this person a contract. So they paid money for that yeah. fucking book. <laughs> we, we know, and we recognize that there's a lot of trash in everything, but it's, I think it's about education and in, in letting people know that it's there. I think also people instinctively have this idea that if I can consume media for free, it is lesser. Mm -hmm. it, it, it does not matter as much as something I have to pay for. Um, I have had a whole, well, three, if you count. Um, I, I accept donations through something called coffee or Kofi, depending on how you choose to read it. Um, and I've had three people ever donate through it. One uh, has been Brie. She's so great and good to me. Uh, one is the creator of the coffee button app. Um, bless his soul. He's been so good to me. Uh, and oh. the other person is someone I have never talked to. She read the book through my website um, in its entirety and then paid me what a book is worth. <gasps> oh, and I cried. Oh <laughs> I literally cried. She read it and thought this was worth it, and she paid me for a book, and I cried. So, oh. um, but that, that never happens because people are like, I can read this for free, and even though they like it and they or they love it, even they still think of it, they still categorize it as lesser. And so, I hear what you're saying, and I I agree because I think I'm I think I'm kind of a big deal. Like I'm pretty proud of myself. I, you are the biggest deal. <laughs> but you're, I, in my mind, you are the biggest deal. <laughs> thank you. Um, but <laughs> I'm on a campaign. Like I've got two goals in life, and one is to um, ruin heteronormativity, and the other yeah, yeah. is to um, make people understand that like web-based authors, regardless of whether or not that's where they choose to stay are authors too. And so I just did this um, huge, well, not huge. I did a thread on Twitter. Um, it was beautiful. That people have, and it was all, because I see this all the time and I see the same people regurgitating the same threads about here's how you support indie authors. And this is where I think my confusion about indie comes from because you see it's all like, share their Amazon links and uh, put them on wish lists and blah, 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 blah. Yes, 100%. This is exactly how you, you support that kind of an indie author. But there's more than just those indie authors. I've never seen anyone talking about how to support a web-based author before. There's a shit ton of us. There's a lot of us who are pouring our heart and soul into it. And I'm like, why are any of us standing up for ourselves here? Like, we know people are reading our shit. And we know people like our shit. So why is no one, like, when I see the same, I'm going to go on a rant and then I'm going to stop because this is already a long podcast. But when I see 
the same people on Twitter sharing the same list. And I'm going to use like FF, like um, female paired mm-hmm. stories. Um, it's so always good. the same titles, always the same titles. And sometimes you'll see the published, like trad published title list, which is always the same. And then you'll see the, yeah, the mixed bag that also has um, self indie published books. Um, but again, it's always the same authors. It's always the same titles, maybe a couple new ones dashed in. You will never see a web novel on those lists. And I'm like, why? There's so much good shit. Like the Wadis this year, there are some titles that I got like geeky excited about because they are so gay and they're so up my alley. And I'm like, these are really fucking legit because the Wadis take their time and they choose books that people have taken their time with, like not to toot my own horn, but this is, this is good stuff. And you're never going to see that shit on, on a list. And that sucks because it deserves to be there. And so that's my campaign. That's what I'm pushing for. We, we can revisit this down the road because. See, <laughs> I need to also include something here because when I, um, got the contract for my foreign translations. One of the things they they covered every single possible iteration. If we sell it through audio, you get this percent royalty. And if we sell it through print, you get this percent and blah, blah, blah. And one of the formats they specifically outlined was web serial or web tune. Yeah. You told me about that. Yes. So one of the way, like it's, if, if a publisher is going to put into a contract that web serial format is legit, then I think people need to recognize that. Mm-hmm. All right. Sick. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it. I agree. Like I, and I would love to see more of that. And um, so I'm glad we're all on the same page because I feel like I'm just like <laughs> riding this tiny pony into battle <laughs> trying to get people to give a shit. But, you know, one thing at a time, we'll get there. We got this. We got it. So, um, Thank you for all of your rah, rah, rah. I feel loved. Um, guys, we're at 77 minutes, so we've gone over an hour. We haven't even talked about Nano. My question here is, do we want to do that? Do we want to talk about Nano right now? Knowing Let's talk that about it... Nano, and if people don't want to listen, they can tune out. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, good idea. Like, I think we, start, we stopped talking about ourselves at the 45-minute mark, <laughs> and then at the 78-minute <laughs> mark, this is where we start talking about uh, NaNoWriMo. And I don't think this is going to be a super long conversation, but given it felt like we'd be remiss not to talk about it because of the fact that we are at the last weekend of NaNoWriMo. Um, we've all done, we've all participated in our own way. Um, and I think, I think it's fair to say at this point, unless someone's about to pull off a fucking miracle in the next four days that we're all going to lose. Yeah. 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 Okay. Which, you know, whatever we joined the, the unwashed ranks, but that's, uh, but, and Ray, I don't know, you can correct, I don't know, have you, mm-hmm. have you won Nano in the past, like in another year? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. We've all won NaNoWriMo before. So this is what, this is the asterisk I want to put on this conversation, because I don't want people saying like, oh, yeah, well, everyone fucking loses NaNoWriMo, you're not special. Um, but this is, we've all won it, I think, definitely three of us won it last year. I don't know uh, if you participated last year, Ray, because we were still just getting to know each other, but I don't even think we were talking no, last year in November. No. We didn't start talking until the beginning of the year, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have done Nano for the last, like, five or seven years or something. It's it's on the Nano site. I could actually go look, but I'm too lazy for that. 
Um, I didn't technically win last year because I didn't like actually update <laughs> the word count in time, but I oh, did win. Bummer. <laughs> but I just was stupid. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I've won the last two years in a row. And before that, um, I was just kind of using it as like slight motivation. Yeah. So, yeah. which is what I was using it for this year. So, so which I think is great because now I can say, I think it's interesting for all of us in our various stages of writing to have gone from winning last year um, and I mean, fuck Brianna's book came out of Nano yeah, last year um, to, to, to publish one to not um, winning this year. And I think I just really wanted to bring it up because I think um, it would be good just to sort of go around the table and say, like, how are we feeling about that? And uh, I know there's a shit ton of people. I I'm my mutuals on Twitter who are saying, well, there goes that month. And they're, you know, everyone kind of feels a little down when they start to see those. I won, I won. Thank tweets starting to come up in these, these last couple of weeks. So like, give us your thoughts about how you're feeling about uh, losing uh, air quotes around losing. Um, and yeah. And how you're feeling? Who wants to go? So I wanted to cry at first because I lost Nano 14 years in a row. <laughs> 14, I started in 2001. I started the year after it started. So I've been doing this a long time and Damn, I failed girl. every single year until three years ago, I won for the first time. And I, I credit Nano as to the reason why I'm able to do what I do. I got... I finished Nano and I thought to myself, I can do this. I can write a real book. I'm going to do a Nano every single month for a year. Oh, because fuck, I remember that. Yes, yeah. because they say, mm-hmm. Jesus they say your first your first 10 books are going to suck. So just get them out of the way. My thought was get them out of the way all at once. And by the time next Nano comes around, I'll have written my 11th <laughs> book and I'll be brilliant. I'll be a genius at writing. So, oh, oh my God, <laughs> I, I didn't quite write 10 books before I published my first one, but I counted and I think I ended up writing something between like 300,000 to 400,000 words, like between a quarter oh, to half a million words, all, all together, like short stories and novellas and half finished novels and things like that. So it's, and it's only because of Nano that I got the, like the, I guess the courage or the the kind of like the drive to think, oh my God, I can do this. And so three years in a row, cause I was so dedicated. Like I love Nano and I credit to, I credit all of it to my success. And now to have failed, I feel like I'm failing the NaNoWriMo community and I'm failing myself and I wanted to cry. And it was hard when I realized I just, cause I have a couple things coming up soon um, this week and it's just going to make it impossible for me to get any writing done. Um, but, you know, I can't, I can't beat myself up over it. Um, you know, like, not everybody can write 50,000 words in one month. Things just happen. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, I I think we all hear you there. I resigned myself to it. <laughs> uh, this year, like, no, I, I agree. Like, even, I've only won once, and I felt like I was feeling, because it, when I cranked it out, I was like, it was a hard month, but I remember finish coming over the finish line and thinking that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah, it was hard, but not as bad as I thought it would be. So there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do this every year. Um, I think that was my thought. No, I know that was my thought. I think that's everybody's thought. Yeah. And so, but this year, instead of writing a new story, what I did was I did Nano Rebel, which is you just, you write 50,000 words in the month and you apply it however the fuck you want to. And so what I was doing is I was writing uh, a short story that 
I'm submitting to uh, an upcoming anthology. I was writing new scenes for last year's manuscript. And then I was adding for my, um, you know, my web series for the wind and the horizon. Uh, so I was working on three projects at once, which was awesome because I got to kind of jump around whenever I was feeling stale in one project, I could jump into something else. And then I, you know, deviated a couple times. I wrote like a smutty one shot because I was, I don't know, horny. I'm not sure yes, what happened there. Nice. Um, just <laughs> my favorite fun. words <laughs> with all your favorite words, lots of sex. Um, and it was great. Cause I was like, it doesn't matter what I write this month. It's all going to count. And it felt great and liberating. And I was writing so much and I still am like, I'm still writing every day knowing I'm not going to make it. I'm just over 25,000 words, but every word uh, counted. And so at first I was like, Oh, bummer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to win. But then I was like, but I'm, I did doing so much as I wrote for every, pro I got the first draft of that short story done. I wrote a bunch of new scenes for the witch's patron. I think I've got chapters up to the end of December ready for the wind in the horizon. So I don't feel like a failure. Like I feel, I'm feeling really good about myself, even though I'm not going to walk away. I'm really glad I didn't pre-order my winter shirt because then I would have felt like yeah. a dick. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered my winter shirt because I was like, man, three years in a row. I'm an author now. Like, I can oh. do this. But oh. I love it. Would I... I console myself because the first year I won Nano, they sold out of the t-shirt before I could get one. So I'm like, well, I just, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Whatever. Life. You live it. You make mistakes. You tell funny stories. Yes. <laughs> Anyone else have Nano thoughts they want to share? I uh, oh. oh, fighting I again. Oh no! I feel like Brie and I always come in at the same time. <laughs> I was like, "Well, yeah." Uh, Brie, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I yes, Nano was my first year last year because it's my first year writing. Still, I'm gonna just keep. I'll just keep oh, in everyone's face. God, fuck um, you. <laughs> so then I got that book published. I got my contract in March. Uh, so like six months. Is that how that math? four months I don't know um I'm clapping for you if you can hear that um yeah so I got my nano book published which is always fun to put out there um and then this year I actually have not really written anything since March besides edits for my book uh and a couple chapters for unbecoming humans I've been in a horrible horrible writer's block slump I've hated everything it's been great uh so <laughs> Basically, my goal for Nana was like, I need to get back into writing because I have all these ideas that I need to get out and I work full time and I just don't have time to like not be doing writing shit. Um, so my goal for Nana was to get back into writing and I have done that. I have written every day this month, even though like two days ago I only wrote like nine words. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry so that's clearing my throat. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so that even though I just broke 30,000 words yesterday finally um, and I had a lot of ups and downs this month where I was like I could win this oh fuck I'm awful I'm gonna die alone um, which is, that's you're married I'm I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's been very up and down, but I have written every day. I'm not going to win. There was a point, I don't know, like yesterday or something. I was like, well, maybe, maybe if I just 
didn't sleep, <laughs> uh, but I know it still wouldn't, it still wouldn't happen because I've also been doing Nano Rebel. Um, I did a short story, and then I finished the first draft of the second book of the Unbecoming Human series. Finally, uh, up on Wattpad, uh, people were excited that I was writing again. They were like, "Oh my God, you're finally finishing this book!" Because it's been over a year now. Um, <laughs> Um, I do have wonderful readers reading that book. Thank you, readers on Wattpad. If anybody's listening to this, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> yet. They yet. will be. Yeah. We'll, I'll get them. I'll get them hooked. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I started rewriting Unbecoming Humans because for probably at least six months now, I've been like, I have the best ideas to rewrite this book. I'm going to throw it all in the trash, which I think part of what was part of the reason why I was having such problem finishing it because uh, I had already trashed it in my mind. Um, but yeah, so I am finally rewriting it and it's very slow because it's not first draft writing, it's second draft writing, um, rewriting. And it's very tedious, but I'm loving it and it's going really well. And um, after the conference that Athena and Maggie and I went to in October. Um, because I didn't have my passport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I know, the worst. I learned a lot at that conference and I'm trying to apply a lot of that. And because it's not just me doing my natural word vomit and actually thinking about things that I've learned and trying to apply them to my writing, it's a lot slower. Um, but I'm hoping that I will get to a point where those things become natural and um, I'm going to keep writing. So thanks, Nano. You got me back into writing. Yay. Aww. Yay, Nano. Nano. Oh, I'd love it. No, that's how I feel too. I feel like I was starting to get stagnant and Nano kicked my ass and got me back into it. Now I'm excited again. So even in losing, we're winners. What about you, Ray? I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So as I mentioned briefly earlier, my original plan was to actually finish Witch Girl at the end of November. And the reason why was because I was going to start writing it in like the beginning of October. So I was going to give myself like a little two month window, which I mean, I'm still doing. I just pushed it to start in November because um, I surprise moved <laughs> in the middle of October. Um, so that'll and then do surprise it. Also, yeah. Also got a brand new job the first week in October and like lots of shit happened. So um, I did start with a little bit of a head start as in like, a few thousand words. I think it was like two or 3,000 words that I really started with going into Nano. And um, just so everybody is aware, I just double-checked my word count. I'm at 15,000 for the month. So, you know, great. Super good. It's been going so fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to lose, like, really hardcore. I have not even been getting the chance to write every day, but I have been, like, consistently, like, working on it I guess and you have like planning and plotting and you've been thinking thank about you. writing which I think counts exactly I I have been really trying to come to terms with the fact that not all writing comes from sitting down with your you know ass in chair fingers on keyboard um and I've been trying really hard to plan this one because I'm usually more along the lines of a pantser and um I've been trying trying to get a little bit better at plotting, etc. And so that's kind of what this was for me. It was like an opportunity to see how well I could do with like plotting and getting to where I need to be. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, I'm, 
I think it's been a semi-success. I'm not as far as I wanted to be coming to this end of the month period. I wanted to be closer to halfway, but it's really just the way that things have worked out. Like I've got, been basically doing a lot of additional um, like work stuff and like the move really fucked me up basically. Like we're not even out of boxes yet. And like, I feel like all my free time has been going to that. So yeah, that's, that's how my life has been. It's, it's not been a good nano month for me. I'm hoping I can do better in December with the rest of my goal. We'll see. I don't know. But there we go. Like that's, I think that's exactly uh, how this works. And I hope that people who are listening who had a tough nano as well, um, can listen to us and feel like, okay, especially for people who uh, are, were really, or are really kicking themselves for not, mm-hmm. um, succeeding or not winning. I hope that everyone recognizes that like not winning nano doesn't make you a failure. And it's true. It's okay. It's okay. And if you wrote words, those are words you didn't have. That's all that matters. And you're going to be great. We're all going to be great. Congratulations. Exactly. And on top of that too, like, I feel like Nano does a thing where it makes people really want to put aside their life to write. And Mm -hmm. that's not possible all the time. Mm -hmm. Like when I was winning Nano, like, you know, consistently for the last two years, I had like a situation where I was able to stay up really late and I was able to like do that sort of shit. And that's not the job that I have anymore. I'm not in that situation at all. And like life literally just got in the way of my writing. And that's kind of what it is. And you can't assume that, nano comes along you're going to be able to like throw everything else out the window and go from there yeah for sure mm-hmm. absolutely um, yeah okay well um dear listeners sweet friends we are um <laughs> i don't even know what we're at right now 80 something my phone is being a dick an Give hour me. and 32 minutes and 57 seconds now 58 Fucking I'm not hot damn so an hour <laughs> and a half good job team um, Oops. So uh, we're going to wrap this up because we went way longer than we expected to for our first episode, but it was a first episode. And like I said, work in progress. We're learning, we're getting shit together, but hopefully you found some interesting uh, tidbits and maybe even learned a thing or two. I know I did in this episode. So um, we are going to do a double header. Actually, we're going to fin- wrap up episode one. And then because our, our dear Athena is going to be doing some traveling, uh, we're going to record her episode next and we're gonna toss that bad boy up um just some general housekeeping as we call it quits for episode one uh thank you for listening if you have any feedback for us if you've got questions you want a topic discussed or any of that good stuff uh you can reach out to us in a couple of different ways so we are on uh, twitter first of all you can all all four of us uh are on twitter separately but let's keep it simple and you can reach out to us at the whip pod the WIP pod on Twitter. Send us your questions. You can ask us general questions or you can ask uh, one of us in particular questions. We will be happy to answer. You can also send us an email to talk to whip at gmail.com. So talk to uh, WIP at gmail.com. We will answer you as quickly as we can. Uh, we also have a website that is like, I've been, <laughs> as we've been talking, I've been kind of fucking around with it. Uh, because I was yeah, like, Maggie. fuck, 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 fuck. Like, <laughs> we're doing this right now and we don't even have our website up. Uh, we do sort of now. It's, uh, you can find us at thewhippodcast.com. Oh, it's it's kind of nice. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm just going to keep fucking around with it as we go. Um, and uh, as far as where you can listen to us, we are recording using Anchor FM. Uh, 
Um, so there's that. And as of right now, that's where you can listen to us, but we will be submitting uh, for broadcast on all the major channels. So hopefully you'll be able to listen to us on iTunes and all the other good places soon. Um, but you know, we're learning as we go. So be patient with us. And on that note, I would also like to say, be patient with us as people. Uh, if we ha- if there's been like a glaring inaccuracy, if there's something that we've said that you're like, that's not true. Uh, or well, that could have been a, bit, a little bit more correct. We are totally open to that kind of feedback. What kind of writers would we be if we weren't? Um, so by all means, reach out to us. Be cool. We're human beings. We have feelings. Um, and let us know. And we will do like a corrections thing in different episodes if that's necessary. And uh, also keep in mind, um, we no, nobody's born woke. So if we say something that maybe offends you or... Um, was just gross. Uh, we apologize profusely and we want to make it right. So by all means, reach out to us. Let's talk. Let's be better people and um, know that we love you very, very much. Uh, so that's it. Congratulations, team. We did it. Episode one in Woo! the bag. Woo! Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back in an, uh, episode two with Athena at the reins. And um, yeah, thanks a lot, pals. Awesome. Friends. Thanks, guys. Yay! Woo! Okay, that's it. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.